Crime Alert. I'm Nancy Grace. Breaking crime news now. David Steinmetz says Paul Brennan had been like a father to him during the time Brennan was married to his mom, Lori Steinmetz. But that did not keep 29-year-old David Steinmetz from shooting both mom, Lori, and stepdad, Paul Brennan. Nancy, police found the couple unresponsive around 9 a.m. outside their home in Little Swamico, Wisconsin. Investigators immediately suspected David Steinmetz because of his contemptuous relationship with Brennan that had brought them out to the home on several occasions. Steinmetz admitted to the murder, saying he was high on meth and hadn't slept for five days when he opened fire on the victims in their front yard. Steinmetz pleaded no contest to two intentional homicide charges. Steinmetz sentenced to two life sentences without possibility of parole. A brazen burglar ransacks a Pennsylvania home, making off with a staggering haul. Investigators reveal the suspect snatched jewelry and silver dollars, a mind-boggling two quadrillion Zimbabwean dollars. But here's the kicker. Those bills are practically worthless, valued at only $10 each as collector's items due to hyperinflation in Zimbabwe. The thief also manages to pocket 30 bucks loose change. Okay, have fun with that Zimbabwean money. More crime and justice news after this. Now with the latest crime and justice breaking news, Crime Online's John Limley. A grand jury in Arizona's most populous county has indicted a man in connection with the stabbing deaths of two women in the Phoenix area. The suspect also connected to the death of a woman at a New York City hotel room. We turn now to Sydney Sumner with Crime Online for more. 26-year-old Rod Almansori was charged with two counts each of attempted first-degree murder, aggravated assault, and attempted sexual assault. He was also charged with one count each of attempted armed robbery and theft of a means of transportation, this according to the Maricopa County Attorney's Office. The direct accusations that were brought last week against Almansori have been replaced with grand jury indictments. Almansori is believed to have stabbed an 18-year-old woman in the neck at least three times in a McDonald's restroom in the city of Surprise, Arizona. Almansori has been identified by Phoenix police as a suspect in the assault on a woman who was stabbed in her car there the day before. Although the women who were attacked in Arizona both survived, Almansori is being investigated by New York police for the murder of a woman in that city earlier in February. Employees discovered Denise Olias Arancibia's body on a hotel room floor. A broken clothes iron was discovered close to her body, and police say that blunt force injuries to the head were the cause of her death. Our friends with the Arizona Republic newspaper have revealed that at a hearing, City of Surprise Police Detective Jeremy Goebel testified that Almansori had informed him he planned to kill and rape sex workers as well as members of his own family. Goebel also testified that Almansori told him how he attempted to kill Olias Arncibia at the hotel because he believed she had cheated him on time by showing up late for scheduled paid sex. He choked her, stomped on her head, and covered her head with a sock in an effort to suffocate her. Dakota Johnson, the defense lawyer for Almansari, stated that his client has a history of hearing voices and has received a schizophrenia diagnosis. According to a federal lawsuit, staff members at Wyoming State Youth Detention Facility repeatedly strapped one teen in a restraint chair for up to 12 hours a day, 
laughed at another while withholding the leg brace he required for his disability and locked others in solitary confinement for weeks at a time. Once again, Crime Online, Sydney Sumner. While most other states are restricting or outlawing teen solitary confinement, the Wyoming Boys School is accused of committing abuses that coincided with several state financial cuts that forced the closure of a portion of the facility. The case, which was filed in U.S. District Court in Casper, claims that solitary confinement is partially detrimental to the growing brains of teen inmates. According to the complaint brought by three former inmates against the Wyoming Department of Family Services, Wyoming Boys School, and 10 of the facility's personnel, including Superintendent Dale Weber, teens may develop permanent psychological problems like paranoia and anxiety as a result of the practice. One former inmate suing the institution claims that he was restrained for up to 12 hours a day for two weeks at that time, with his hands, stomach, and feet buckled. This resulted in an attempted suicide and long-lasting psychological damage. The complaint also claims that facility staff removed a leg brace that one inmate needed due to a birth deformity. They made fun of the way he walked and nicknamed him a clown and zombie because of his disabilities. As a result, the lawsuit claims he now needs reconstructive leg surgery to correct the damage. Spokesperson Clint Haynes with the Wyoming Department of Family Services, which is in charge of the Wyoming Boys School, says that his office denies the lawsuit's accusations of misconduct. Thanks, John. Naziah Harris, just 13, gets off her school bus, Detroit, Michigan, January 9, and has not been seen since. Naziah lives with Grandma Annette Harris, who reports her missing the next day. Police conduct extensive helicopter and canine searches, and several search warrants issued no trace of Nazaya. Police interview suspects, no arrests. Crime Stoppers offering over $2,000 reward for info leading to Nazaya's whereabouts. If you have info on Nazaya Harris, just 13, please contact Detroit Police, 313-596-2260, or Crime Stoppers. 800 speak up for the latest crime and justice news go to crimeonline.com with this crime alert i'm nancy grace